0: This afternoon, Jessie Calvert had dropped into her husband's office for a moment after doing some shopping in Wakefield. As he looked at his wife's face, revealed by the strong light coming through the plate glass window, Ben was thinking that Jesse seemed to get younger every day. It gave him a little pang, for he himself was feeling his age more and more. Of course, Ben reflected he was quite a few years older. He noticed it all the more in the last few months in contrast to Jesse's vitality for she quite suddenly had begun to bloom somehow. Ben had no idea of the reason for the change in his wife, the fact that Brett Cameron, her former sweetheart, had returned to Wakefield. Brett, who happened to be passing by the Calvert Loan and Trust Company just then. He glanced in casually, caught sight of them. A moment later entered.
2: I hope I'm not interrupting a family powwow.
0: Oh, no, not at all. Sit down, Brett.
1: Well, yes, do. We're glad of an interruption, aren't we, Ben? (laughs) Well, at least I am. Ben's been sitting there looking so far away that I was just about to ask him what he was thinking about.
3: (laughs) Then it's just as well you dropped in, Brett. My thoughts were, well, not worth repeating.
1: Oh, that's a sad admission, Ben.
2: Yes, I suppose it is. Well, perhaps what you both need is a little pickup. I was just on my way to have a cocktail. Won't you uh, join me?
1: I'd love to. Good.
2: How about you, Ben? Do you good, the afternoon break, you know? Oh, thanks, I'd like to, but uh, I have an appointment. Oh, that's too bad. But you
3: two run along, eh? Oh,
1: all right, Ben, if you're quite sure you can't get away. I'm
3: afraid not, well,
1: Then I'll see you at dinner time. Mm. Hey, come along, Brett.
2: See you anon, Ben. Don't work too hard. I'm bad for the morale, old boy. Old oh, boy. Old
3: oh, boy. Old boy.
2: This is quite a break, darling, running into you. Was it? Why, yes. Or maybe you're not so glad to see me as I am to see you.
1: Well, I'm surprised you can even consider the possibility of such a thing.
2: <laughs> it isn't much like me, is it? Oh, but, Jesse, I've I've really missed you lately. I only wish we were at my house this minute, instead of being here on Main Street in full view of half the population.
1: What's the matter, Brett? Afraid your blonde girlfriend will see you? Oh,
2: now, Jesse, that's unkind.
1: Unkind? Not at all, considering how palsy-walsy you and Lily have become.
2: Oh, be absurd, darling. Besides, I haven't seen Lily for days.
1: Oh, my heart bleeds for you.
2: Jesse, as I've told you before, Lily Devon is just a matter of expediency. The more I'm seen with her, the less likely it is that anyone will link you and me together.
1: One has to be sensible, cautious. Yes, especially if one can have a good time in the meanwhile. I mean, if you're going to find a girl to use for a smokescreen, it's particularly nice if she happens to be so well put together.
2: (laughs) Yes, isn't it?
1: And on top of that, you're so smug about the whole thing.
2: It's because I have nothing on my conscience.
1: Well, I'd say it was because you didn't have a conscience.
2: Another way of saying the same thing. But please don't bicker with me, Jesse. You've no reason at all to feel insecure. You're very essential to me, my dear.
1: Are you sure it's I who's essential, or is it Ben's money?
2: A happy combination of both. Lovely as you are, Jessie, dear, without Ben's money, I couldn't begin to enjoy your company the way I hope to before long. On the other hand, it wouldn't be nearly so enjoyable to have just the money without you.
1: Well, I'm glad to know you consider me equally important, <laughs> knowing the end you have to be wealthy again.
2: Yeah, it'll be wonderful, darling, believe me. You'll just follow through as we plan. We can have everything we want. Now that the business with Kit is settled, there's nothing to slow us down. Look, when can you get away? Come over to my place.
1: Oh, I don't know, Brett. It isn't easy, you know.
2: Well, you must make an opportunity somehow. I'm wasting time. The sooner we go ahead with the final stage of our little scheme, the better. So try to make it in the next few
0: days, huh?
1: Yes. Yes, I'll try, Brett.
0: And at that same moment in the office of Dr. Lewis, Jesse's husband had just finished dressing after an examination. Well, Lewis, what's the verdict?
4: Hold on a minute, Ben. It isn't a question of giving you a straight yes or no.
3: What I want to know is, if you see any change since the last time you gave me a once-over?
4: Well, uh, that was about a month ago, wasn't it?
3: About that, I should think. Am I worse?
4: Ben, the condition you have isn't the sort one can give, uh... Well, it's difficult to predict, definitely. But health depends on so many different factors.
3: Yes, yes, I know, but surely you can tell me if I'm better or not.
4: Well, look at you right now, Ben. You're impatient with me. The minute you run into the slightest irritation, you you explode. If anything's bad for you, it's letting yourself get upset. For a man with a heart condition like yours, that's the worst thing you can do. I know. I know, and I
3: try to stay calm.
4: But instead, you let off steam.
3: Yes. Well, sure. I've tried to be sensible. I watch my diet. Be careful on the stairs. All that sort of thing
4: it would be a whole lot more important for you to watch your temper
3: well suppose i do suppose i manage to control myself relax and so on follow your orders to the letter how do my chances look to you then
4: well it depends then you follow a few suggestions i have to make and all things being equal you ought to get along fairly well i can't say for sure however
3: In other words, you don't know whether I'll live for 20, 30 more years or whether I'll suddenly pop off tomorrow.
4: That's right, Ben. Although, to be frank with you, I'm inclined to doubt the 20 more years, let alone the 30. I see. After all, a man doesn't need to last that long to feel he's had a full lifespan. No. No, of course not. I realize that.
3: You said you had some suggestions, Louis. Tell me, what are they?
4: And in the first place, I want you to take a rest every afternoon.
3: A nap, you mean? Good heavens, man.
4: Well, you ought to lie down for an hour and a half at least. But look
3: here, Louis. W- w- what about my business? I can't afford to leave the office every day like
4: that? You can't afford not to. <sighs> Very well. What else? How about the stairs, Ben. The less climbing you do, the better it will be for you. Your bedroom is upstairs at home, as I remember. That's right. I want you to settle into a room on the ground floor. That will eliminate a lot of trips. You go up to change to get a fresh handkerchief, games to get a fresh handkerchief, chains to get a fresh handkerchief, and that sort of thing. Probably you'd be surprised how often you trudge up and down. That's why I want you downstairs.
3: But I can't do that. Then why not? Oh, blasted a lot of reasons. My wife, for
4: one thing. I'm sure Jesse will cooperate when you explain it's my orders.
3: But I don't intend to explain, Lewis. Jesse has no idea I'm having any trouble at all. And I have no intention that she shall.
4: You haven't told her anything about this heart condition of yours? Of course not.
3: I don't want to worry her.
4: On the other hand, you're not particularly eager to make her a widow, are you,
3: then? Now look here, Lewis. Don't try to bulldoze me. Jesse's to know nothing whatsoever about this business. I want you a promise that you'll keep your mouth
4: shut. Very well, Ben. If you're making a terrible mistake. Man of your age, ill as you are, trying to keep up with a much younger woman, no wonder you're not feeling better. On the other hand, if you had Jessie's cooperation, she could help you a great deal.
3: She's not to know.
4: I'm surprised you haven't guessed on her own. You're not looking particularly well, you know, Ben. I know, I know. You've had several attacks, haven't you? What did Jesse say then? I told her that I'd been overworking. And she accepted your explanation?
3: Certainly. There's no reason to think anything else. I've kept this whole thing from her. And I'm determined to continue this way.
4: Well, then, there's nothing I can do. If you refuse to follow out what I suggest, you will have to be on your own head. I might remind you, though, to be sure you keep a supply of the medicine I prescribe handy, both at home and at the office. Will you do that? Yes, yes, I'll keep
3: the medicine around here.
4: And think over what I had to say, Ben. You're not older than Jessie, and that's all there is to it. No use trying to kid yourself. I'm sure she'd be only too glad to cooperate. If you
0: tell her what's wrong. But Ben Calvert was stubbornly determined to hide the truth from his wife. In the last few months, he'd fallen in love with her all over again with an aging man's last willful intensity. He had no intention of alienating her with an illness he was sure she'd find disagreeable in her husband. Ben, of course, had no inkling of the plan Jesse had made with Bette Cameron, nor of how neatly his illness might play into their hands.